Hey everybody, welcome to summertime in Texas. If you can't tell right now, I'm sweating my tail off. And so if the speaker just melts and my microphone explodes, it's because I'm living in hell. Texas is Hades. I don't know why I'm surprised by this. This is what Texas does. It's it's a heat wave. It's a monstrosity of the devil's armpit. And I'm still not used to it after 11 years. It'll be 12 years. Oh my God, 12 years in October. But it's summertime, and we're going to have fun. We're going to make it work. We're going to try to stay cool. Oh, we're going to try. We are definitely going to try. But it made me think of summer times in Michigan and things we would do in the summer. And I talked about some of that in, a, in an earlier episode. You look, summertime in Michigan is a different animal. It's a blessing because they don't have the heat wave like we do. They don't have Satan's armpit. Now, lately, though, they've been getting some serious heat from Michigan. They really have. You know, I've been seeing it on social media. I've been hearing about it from some people back home. But it's not like Texas. Look, deal with it. I understand. It's all relative. But they deal with the winter. Okay, that's what they're built for. That's what they're used to. Unlike Texas, when the word snow even appears, they shut down the entire state and hunker down like they're on the great planet of Hoth. Michigan's a little bit different. But so when the, when the winter's over and summertime hits... You've got a beast of of things to do, to go to the lakes, to go hiking, to go camping, to go to the beach, you know, to go to the amusement parks. That's a summertime thing. The water parks and, and everything. And Texas has those too, but Michigan and the surrounding area, if you look at it, there's a ton of, of water parks and a ton of amusement parks. And I was thinking about those amusement parks. I'm not an amusement park guy. Not anymore. I used to be. We used to go to Cedar Point all the time. To me, and I know there's other great ones across the the globe, Cedar Point was the epitome and the mecca of amusement parks. It was roller coaster capital of the world. That's what they were used to, thrill rides. They were trying to outdo each other every year. And I always went. I went with my youth group. I went with friends. I went with girlfriends. I went with my, I think I went with my family, other people's families. And I loved it. And I've been to other ones too, Dollywood and um, Six Flags and all that. Now, I went to Six Flags in Texas, and this is where it turned on me. It was about 10 years ago. God, I can't believe it was 10 years ago. I've been in Texas for 11 years, going on 12. Isn't that crazy? I got to do the timeline again, but I, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. And I went uh, 10 years ago. We used to have this thing. Mondays were my day off. Um, they still are actually, but Mondays were my day off when I was working the bars and all that. I was like, who wants to work a bar on a Monday? It's just miserable. And I didn't want to. Plus I just killed it all weekend. What do I need to work at a bar on a Monday for? It's awful. And we used to, we used to have these group of friends, three of us, four of us in particular. And we do this thing called manic Mondays and we would just go do crazy, you know, adventures, We'd road trips. Um, we'd go down to Dallas, go to Fort Worth. We'd go, you know, to Oklahoma for the day. You know, whatever. Just come up with fun stuff. And one of our manic Mondays was we were doing a road trip to Six Flags, which is in Arlington. It's where the Cowboys play. Well, they don't play at Six Flags, but there. And I was like, well, I remember Six Flags because, you know, they're all across the country or whatever. I remember Six Flags going to one, and it was fun. Now, granted, I was probably like 17 at the time. But I remembered it, and I thought to myself, this will be cool. Again, I'm still learning Texas, so being able to experience, you know, Six Flags over Texas, everybody talks about it, right? Being an amazing place. I'm going to tell you right now, they are lying to you. 
That was the most, it was like if an amusement park was built in the ghetto. It, it, was, it was a glorified carnival. It was old, dilapidated, dirty. Trash was everywhere. The rides looked like they were going to fall. It, I, it was awful. I'm gonna. T- did they have some cool parts there? Sure. Did I have fun? Yes, but not because of the amusement park. I had fun because of who I was with. But I'm going to tell you right now, that was the worst experience I had as far as amusement parks go. And I hadn't been on roller coasters in a long time, but I, w- I, I was fine with them. I was a guy who would get on a roller coaster, get off, get back in line, do it all over again. I went on one. There was this big, giant one. I don't even know if it's there anymore. And it was all made out of wood, right? That was their big thing. It's all wood, old school, whatever. I needed, like, a new neck and back afterwards. I was so jacked up, I wasn't even having a good time. And then I went on one of the upside-down ones. I don't even know what it was. Maybe it was the Batman. Who knows? Mr. Freeze, because they had all these superhero things there. And I, again, was getting dizzy. My stomach was jacked. I hated every second of it. I just, I threw up afterwards. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. So clearly my body can't take that anymore because I'm old. I was old back then. I can't imagine what it would do now. But I hated it. It was expensive. I'm going to tell you, forget it. Anybody tells you that Six Flags is good, they're lying to you. It's garbage. It's a dump. Never go there. Now, I know they have their Halloween Horror Nights, and that's supposed to be cool. I still don't want to go in there. And you're talking to, there's nobody else that loves Halloween more than me except for Jack Skellington. And I still would never go there. It's it's a dumpster fire. You know what they should do? They should burn the place down and start over. It's horrible. And they just expensive. Oh, my God. I can smell it. It smelled. Like, everything on the ground was sticky. It was like if a bunch of cats ran in there and peed all over the cement. And then the Texas Texas heat just coated it, and it turned into this plastic pea coating. Oh, disgusting. I felt like I needed a tetanus shot just walking out of that place. I hate it. So I'm not, needless to say, I'm, I'm not the amusement park type of guy anymore. Now, I take my son to the carnival every now and then. Obviously, when he gets to that age, who knows what's going to happen. But I figure by the time he gets to the age that he wants to go on roller coasters, he's not going to want to hang out with me anyway. So I'll get a I'll get out a you know a hall pass on that one. But I used to go. And if you're from Michigan or live in that area, there's one amusement park that's gotta stand out to you, either in a positive or negative way, and that's Bablo Island. It was an island that literally is located in Ontario. It's part of Ontario. And it's just lies above the mouth of the Detroit River. So everybody in Detroit called it our Coney Island. That's the city's Coney Island. And that's what it was. It was operated. It started. It opened in 1898 and it closed September 30th, 1993. All the amusement rides were sold in 1994. And it was an island that you had to take a ferry out to, the Bobolo boats. They would line up these old school Bobolo boats. It remind me of those river casino boats. You know, just the old ones with the big old, I don't know what they call it. On the back, you know, the water looks like a Ferris wheel. What is that thing called? Anyway, that's what it, that's what it reminded me of. And the island itself, it was a five-minute ferry ride from Ontario. And it was 18 miles from Detroit. So over 85 years, the Boblo Island Amusement Park was huge. And it was famous for their steamers. That's what they're called. 
Steamer St. Clair, and Steamer Columbia. They could hold about 2,500 passengers on each, and they would cart people back and forth from all the different places. There was also smaller ferries that served the park from like Gibraltar, Michigan, and, and other areas located on the Detroit River. But 2,500 passengers were on those boats. Now, there was a tragedy, though. There was a huge fire. It was an accidental fire while the boat was docked back in July 6, 2018. The fire could not be contained. It totally destroyed the mahogany wood and the upper decks. She's 110 years old. At that point, though, the restoration was just really not worth it. It was down to the steel, like, the steel skeletons. And that was the best way to do it. Two years later, nothing had been done. But Babalo was this magical island. Like, picture like when Pinocchio went to this island, but he ultimately turned into a donkey. But not the donkey part. Just this great carnival and rides and fun shows and food. And, and you were on an island and you had people from all two different countries meeting here. I mean, it was so unique to, to have this island just chilling there for over 100 years amazing and i remember those boats the boats were really cool too because what was on the boats you had music you go on the upper deck or below you could sit they had food on the boats. sometimes they would do little shows they would have bands playing on these boats well you're getting ferried over to this magical island of roller coasters and and carousels and ferris wheels and, and all cool stuff that they had on this island and they had, it, it was really cool because they had a zoo on the island too. They had a double double corkscrew, which was called the Nightmare. And it was an indoor, all dark ride. Everything was pitch black. Like you walked inside this cave and you got on this roller coaster. It was a double corkscrew. And it didn't hold up to the massive roller coasters that Cedar Point did. It didn't. Cedar Point destroyed Bablo. But Bablo was way more unique than Cedar Point because of the location and because of the island. It's on an island. I mean, it's amazing. But they had everything from bumper cars and all this, and they had rides. It really was a glorified carnival, but it was an amusement park. So, yes, it had that, that carnival aspect, the, you know, kind of go down Carnival Alley, you know, play all video games, but it was also really an amusement park. And what was also what was really cool about it was it had an adult section that I never got to go to, not like a you know strip club or anything, because it had a bunch of bars on there. So you had like three or four bars there, restaurants, food food stands, and all that. And so the parents would just go get drunk, and then you know I mean it was a it was a party. It felt very like make believe because you 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 were you weren't just driving to an amusement park. You were literally taking this amazing boat ride out there. And all of it was fun. Now, it did have a lot of issues. And right now, just so you know, it, like I said, it is closed. It is closed. There was a huge lawsuit. There's all kinds of stuff. But Bablo Island shut its doors, ultimately because of competition and, and cost. The idea of Bablo Island was amazing. But it has a horror story to it. And that horror story comes from me. And this is what this episode's about. A short story from the average Joe. So picture this. I, this is probably like my second time, third time on Babalo Island. 
I had gone with a youth group before we went at night. That was fun. But I had gone with a group of friends through school. And they had a school adventure. This was back when schools actually did crap. And we went at night. Because there's nothing like going to Bablo at night. The park wasn't closed to the general public. But it was on a slower day. And we had special passes to stay later. So when the park did close to the public, we could stay later. This was right around the time that the park shut down. And after going to this nightmare island for the final time, I'm glad it shut down. So we all met at the boat. And we got on the boat. We carpooled there. We got on the boat. There was probably about 30, 40 of us, maybe more. The boat was still pretty much empty. There was no music. There was no food. It was just us. Maybe a few stragglers. It's nighttime on the Detroit River, which was cool, I'll admit. But what wasn't cool was how dilapidated and disgusting the boat was. I remember being on the upper deck, walking, and I could feel the floorboards, you know, the, the, the wood, sink in. And I'm like, oh my God, this could just fall. And every now and then the boat would, like, let out this, like, cough. <laughs> you know? Like, if a boat could cough, that's what it would do. And I was like, ooh, and this smoke would puff in the air. And I'm like, this is not how I remember this beautiful voyage. The water, the wheel, whatever, the steam wheel, whatever that is. I don't know what that's called. Somebody's going to know what that's called. It was slow. It was loud. It was so loud, I was like, oh, I'm going to go sit downstairs on one of the benches. Half the benches were broken. They had a couple arcade games on there, all out of order. They had two bathrooms, and both of them were nasty. I, w- I feel like peeing in a dumpster was way more sanitary than going to these baths. I just held it. I, mean, I should have just peed off in the river. But I remember finally finding a bench being like, I just want to get to the island. And I was talking to people, you know, I had friends and all that. But a lot of my real friends didn't go. So these are just like friend friends, you know, not ones that you know and you kind of talk to, but you don't really hang out with. And I remember sitting there on this bench looking up and it was in the covered area because it wasn't that loud. It was below the, the lounge, which was dead. Nothing was in there. No food. Nothing. And I remember looking up like, God, that's so dusty. There's just like thick, thick dirt and dust all in these rafters covered in every corner. And I'm like, my God, like it's just thick. Like I hope the wind doesn't blow that dust off on me. And I look at it, I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like just staring at it. And mind you, it's not well lit there because it's just ghettofied. And I look up and the dust is moving. But I'm thinking, okay, it's wind? Nah, it wasn't dust. Thousands, and maybe I'm exaggerating, but I don't think so. Thousands of spiders. Oh my God, the entire rafter were just crawling. So these were spider webs that did collect dirt, but 90% of that dirt was alive. They were moving. There was creatures. There was these spiders just everywhere collecting every type of bug that flew in. And these were like remnants of body parts of bugs, like a bug massacre. And these spiders were just having a feast. 
And then I'd walk around and I'd start to notice more. There'd be a corner and a spider web. It looked like if you bought a Halloween decoration, a fake spider web and put it up. That's what it looked like, but it was real and covered with spiders. It was so, I just stood up and and just stood outside. I just stood. Now, mind you, thank God it's not like hours on a drive or on a boat ride. But I just stood. I was like, I don't want to touch anything. I got to pee. I'm hating life right now. So it parks. And there was only one boat this time. And we get off on the island. The sign's not even lit up. It used to have this big welcome sign on the dock. It's not even lit up. Half of the stores and food stands are closed. They have a food court that's open. All the games on the island, like, you know, you pay a dollar, two dollars, you can blow up a balloon and win a prize. They're all done. They're shut down. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, are we about to die? Some of the rides were closed. Some of them were open. The cool thing was we didn't have a line. The bad thing was 50% of the crap was closed. So I went on some of these rides like multiple times, hung out with people. We'd go to walk and just sit and chill somewhere. They used to have this park. And you go hang out in the park. The park was closed. We literally sat down and security guard, I'm assuming security guard, told us to leave. I'm like, this, this is the worst trip I've ever been on. We wanted to go to one of their big, huge rides there, which is called the Enterprise. Well, I think it was actually called the... I don't think it was something different, actually, at the time. But it's essentially a Ferris wheel that's enclosed, and you go upside down. And it's a Ferris wheel. It's weird, right? Sounds totally dangerous. They based it off of Star Trek. It was like a space theme ride, but it was like a Ferris wheel. It was, it was okay. And so we went and went to go on that. And I think we did that twice because it was pretty fun. Um, because if they stopped you at one part, you were like sideways. It felt like you were in a space shuttle getting launched. And you could look out and see the river and Canada. and Beautiful scenery. But then we decided, let's just go explore. Forget these rides, let's explore. So we walked around the island, um, going places we shouldn't. There was a whole section of the island that was shut down. And and looking back on it, I think to myself, I bet you this is when they were going to, they were, they were in the process of shutting down and and they already knew they were going to close because it looked like they were like putting things together to ship out or sell just the way they were. Now, first I thought these could be the extra bumper cars. Maybe, maybe these are the extra bumper cars that are going to you know, get shipped somewhere else or what have you. Um, But no, they were literally getting ready to ship them out and sell them to somebody else, which makes sense. But we get to this one part of the island and it was really weird. So you kind of look off. There's like a little railing. We definitely shouldn't have been there. And you look off and you see these rocks and the water's crashing against the rocks, you know, hitting the rocks there was all kinds of garbage it was like somebody just took dumpsters and dropped it down there there was beat up stuffed animals and pieces of games and like uh, like broken carts I don't know if the staff was like screw it or this is where they dumped it it was just littered all over the place on this rock beach type area as the water was just taking it I'm like dude if they did this what else is in that river? 
I mean, it's the Detroit River as it is. Bodies, guns, cars, Stone Cold's belt, um, crack, heroin, meth, coke. I mean, all kinds of hoffas, you know, eyebrow. Who knows what's in that river? But I'm just looking, I'm like, this is, this is what sums up Bablo Island right here. This big pile of trash. So a lot of the people wanted to get back and do a couple more rides. I just like to explore. I didn't care about the rides anymore. I was over it. I was like, I just want to, you know, this is dumb, and I just want to get out of here. Well, we had to keep track of time, and they were supposed to announce, basically, like a, like a, an alarm saying, hey, it's got 15 minutes, time to board, and all that, right? That was supposed to be the case. I never heard a siren go off, an announcement, and in all fairness, I also didn't pay attention. But as I sat there looking at this horrible park that was not the park I remembered, that definitely was not the park that I had fun at, I lost track of time. And I'm walking back on the island. Now, this is not a huge island. This isn't like the Island of Lost. This is it's still a pretty decent-sized island. And considering it was pitch black in most of the place, uh, the rides and things were up front, I was in some like dark areas that were closed. But I wasn't alone. Because as I walked by this building for one of the rides that I have no idea, I could hear things rustling, moving, talking, not talking. I say talking, animal talking. Chirping almost, but not. And I'm not an idiot. I'm assuming they're bats, you know, just by the way they're making that noise. But I start looking, and I'm like, oh my God, I can see bats flying in out of this place. And so I watch, because I think bats are fascinating. I just do. They might be creepy to a degree, but I think bats are fascinating, and I love bats, okay? So I'm looking, but as I get closer and closer, (laughs) I can see just how many bats are flying in there. And I probably counted 50, 60, give or take. It's hard. But then as I got really close... They flew out of this hole, and it was just like the movies, Dracula's Castle, Lost Boys, Vampire City, bats just in a single line, just flying out, going in and out, flying all around in a circle. I'm like, did I just conjure up something? What the heck? I bounced. I took off. I bounced out of there. And I was like, just go. I got to go. And as I'm running, not that I'm scared, I just like, I just don't know what's happening here, and I don't want to be here anymore, I'm running to get back, I'm like, wait a minute, that's gotta go this way, I gotta go this way, lights are off that I knew were on, and I'm like, um, what, 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 what's happening here, well, I see the signs, you know, like amusement parks, they all have the signs, you know, zoo this way, dock this way, whatever, so I go to the dock, the boat's gone it's in the water i i mean i could swim to it but i'm not and i'm like i'm on this island by myself and the boat left 
you want to talk about like some people not checking for their kids, not like what, what were the teachers doing? How was I able to roam across this island? Now the island's only like three miles long and I think like maybe a mile wide, but how am I able to walk across this island and there's no, there's nobody keeping an eye on me. I can do whatever I want. They don't care. And I'm yelling, but good luck as you're on this coughing boat in the middle of this. I'm like, guys, guys. And again, 1993, give or take. I don't have a cell phone. I can't text anybody. I can't even see a human being on this island. And basically the whole time we were there, there might have been like five employees. I'm like, wait a minute. Where's that idiot security guard that told me I couldn't go to a park? I'll find him. Or did he get on the boat? Surely there's another boat somewhere where the staff when they're done has to get off right or did they get on that boat too and i'm stuck here till god knows when and i start thinking in my head i need to find a place to stay you know i'm gonna go in one of the restaurants there's like those little housing here or where's the food i'm just gonna eat some food and sleep you know and i'm like oh my god this place is infested with bats who knows what else is here rats and just you know, who knows? What if there's murders out here? Like, what do I do? And I'm like, I'm going to go to the, to the dance hall because there's a giant dance hall and they had a lot of activity there. There's a lot of lights on. If anybody was there, I thought that might be the big place. Now, there was a lot of lights on at the dance hall. I didn't see any activity, but I thought I could look around. I mean, I looked around. I didn't find anybody. So I start checking out the different rides that I rode on thinking maybe they're there locking them up or what have you. I start walking, 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 walking. I'm finding nobody. There is a level of panic that is sinking in. Because the idea of me staying on this island is not good. The bats alone. I Like I said, I like bats, but I don't exactly want to like sleep in their same place. I'm a little freaking out. A little freaking out. So I walk back up front by the tickets, and there's an office. I knock on the office door. Nobody there. I knock again. Nobody there. I walk back by, you know, they have like um, security, customer help, or custom, whatever they call it. No knock. Nobody there. I go back, and I actually see another office it's like island police so i go there knock sky answers hello and i'm like hey i'm trapped on your freaking island and he's like what are you doing here and i'm like what are you doing here do you live here i feel like i was in a scooby-doo movie like do I, should i pull your mask off and i'm like the boat's gone and he's like what and i go the it's gone he's like Okay, well, we can get you off the island, no problem. I go, yeah, but my rides, like, he's like, well, we can call the boat. I'm like, oh, they, they actually have phones? Well, you know, it's a boat. They got to, like, you know, ring them in, walkie-talkie style, <laughs> you know? So he radios the boat. He tells the captain that there's somebody left that got left behind not to leave. They tell whoever they need to tell. Meanwhile, I wait another 10 minutes I get on with this guy and three other people on a smaller boat to drive back. They could have just killed me and dumped me in the river, man. It was the creepiest thing ever because they were all weird. 
None of them were talking to me. The one guy just kept on saying, well, I don't understand how you missed the boat. Bro, I don't understand why your island's still operating. Okay, I missed the boat. I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, man, you got to get on that boat. Yeah, no kidding, I got to get on that boat. Just shut up and get me there, you know? So they get me there. Dude, I got people laughing. I got... I'm throwing it up. Chaperones, the air quotes, chaperones. Like, oh my God, Brandon, we were so worried. Really? If you were so worried, you wouldn't have even left without me. They freaking left without me. And I got on and, and that was the last I ever went on Boblo. And I think shortly after that, it was closed. I don't think I even told my parents. I don't think nobody told my parents, actually. Until now. Um, because, you know, I'm sure nowadays they would have had to, they would have had to say something, but I didn't say anything. And I'm sure the school wasn't going to be bringing up like, Hey, um, we lost your kid on an Island and he just rode with three complete strangers in a boat back to Detroit. So sorry, we were in international waters. (laughs) My bad. But that Island was a nightmare Island. It was bat infested spider infested creepy people infested it just broken down island and I'm, and you know what sucks is that's the last image that i have of babalo island i don't have the fun images of being there during the day and sitting by the in the park looking at the water eating you know lunch like because we did that and it used to be a really fun clean place now, if you look online, and I posted some pictures, or I will post some pictures, if you look online, it is, there is part of the island, though. There is part of the island that's actually used, believe it or not, still. So, there's still bleacher seating in the abandoned island, uh, in the amphitheater. Um, the Bobble Island Amusement Park bumper cars, like the, the place that had the bumper cars, that's still there. I mean, there are some really weird, eerie things that are still on the island. But you know what? There's still people, they still, like, use the island. There's actually a restaurant on part of the island. Um, There's people that live on the island, which is weird. Uh, You got to be rich, though. You got to be rich. Trust me. Um, And there's, like, a golf course. So it's like half the island is all fixed and beautiful and rich and you know as of 2016 and and think that they have a little hotel the other part of the island no the other part of the island is dilapidated ghost town of what it used to be and i would love to like go back to the island and see how pretty it is now um i know you can see it online but being there I would also like to go look at the eerie, creepy pictures. Like, there's a broken down sign that says, Welcome to Bobolo Island. It looks straight from, like, the movie Silent Hill. And then the passageway that I was running under, which is to and from the dock, is just overgrown. So it's like Walking Dead scene. You've got the passageway there, and you've got trees overgrown on it, falling down signs. That's all there. Um, you could tell people have gone there and like, you know, graffitied the place and all that, but the Bobolo boat dock at the end of the passageway, that doesn't exist anymore. It's gone, but there is other stuff scattered throughout this one part of the Island. And then the other side, it's like heads and tails. Yeah, this side is beautiful. This side's uh, haunted by zombies and creepy people and bats. I guarantee you those bats are still there. They just, they just made that their home. And you know what? I'm glad that boat caught on fire. I mean, I don't want anybody to be dead. Because that's horrible. And nobody died. But 
I am glad that boat caught on fire because those spiders needed to die. That's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Picture an entire ceiling covered in spiders. Like, I've only seen something like that on Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Scariest thing I've ever seen. But Babalo Island is not the reason I don't like amusement parks. But whenever I think of amusement parks, I now go back to that story of Babalo Island being lost and trapped because my chaperone said, forget it. They just left me there to die. To I thought I was going to become a native. I was going to start painting my face like commando style and be like, this is, this is my home now. This is where I live. I am part. I am one with the island. And the island is one with me. I was going to have to start like hunting for food. I mean, if you, if you ever want to know what like an apocalypse looks like, just go to Bablo. And that, they'll, they'll tell you. But what about you guys? Hey, guys, I did good, man. I kept it to 32 minutes. It's going to be 33 by the time I'm done. That is a record short story right there. That's awesome. And this was a short story from The Average Joe. So I hope you enjoyed it. You guys still amusement park people? You still enjoy amusement parks? You have amusement park stories? You just kind of outgrown them. I said, forget it. I want to hear what your favorite amusement parks are. And if you've got any fun amusement park stories, let me know. You can go ahead and drop your comments at the life of an average show podcast.com. You can go ahead and email me at the life of an average show podcast at gmail.com. Check me out on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all the fun stuff, Instagram. And I'll be back next week. We'll dive into some more stuff, non Bobolo related. Thanks again, guys.